Welcome to Joy. I'm your host, Danette Crawford, and in every episode, I'm going to empower you to live a life of victory as I encourage you through real life discussions in powerful biblical teaching. No matter what storm you're facing today, remember, God has the power to turn it around. So let's jump into today's teaching. Thank you for joining me today for Joy. I'm Danette Crawford and I'm so excited about the special guest that we have in the studio today. Dimas Salaberrios is our guest. And at the age of 11, he watched the movie Scarface and his goal was to be a kingpin drug dealer. At the age of 11, he started dealing drugs. And by the age of 15, he was a drug boss on the streets of New York. Media had a negative impact on his life. He got in a downhill spiral, and at the lowest point of his life, he had an encounter with God that changed everything. Today, Dimas Celebarios and his wife Tiffany are using media to make a positive impact. They have their own production studio, and they have movies out right now on the big screen. I'm excited and I know you're going to be blessed with his testimony on today's program. Demas Daylight Salabarios began selling drugs when he was 11 years old. Demas was a kingpin drug dealer until the love of Jesus captured his heart and turned his life around. His numerous ministry achievements include partnering with Dr. Tim Keller to found Infinity New York Church in the Bronx and broadcasting the gospel through his television program, The Dynamic Life. Demas and his wife, Tiffany, have served on the front lines of many national crises, including the Charleston, South Carolina shooting. Demas chronicles his experiences in Charleston through the documentary, Emmanuel. Their desire to motivate change led them to start their own production company that sheds light on God's redemptive plan in devastating situations. Their documentary, Chicago, America's Hidden War, chronicles gun violence in Chicago and the power of the church to bring change and healing. The impact of media. Media has such an incredible impact in our lives. And today's guest is going to share just how much media impacted his life. In the studio today, the one and only, live all the way from New York, my friend, Pastor Dimas Salabarius. Welcome oh, to Joy. So, what a joy to be here. It <laughs> always, always brings joy to be on Joy. You well, doing? you, your life was so impacted. You said you yes. watched the movie Scarface. Tell yes. us all about that. You know, Scarface was an interesting movie because at 10 years old, I saw the movie E.T and dreamed about riding my bicycle. And I remember Scarface, there was all this buzz about making it a uh, rated X, not because of sexual content, but because of how powerful they thought the impact of that film was gonna have on young people. And uh, I, I had no business going to see it, but I was tall, as you can see, and I, uh, I got into the theater, and when I saw that movie, I left out with a new dream on my heart, and that was to be the largest drug dealer in the United States. And for 11-year-old, you know, that was, 
That was just too powerful of a thought. And then in school, someone in, in, you know, I was in middle school and someone stole drugs from their brother, brought it to the school, took me into the bathroom and invited me to join to help selling it. And, uh, and that just started on a roller coaster ride that lasted for far too long. So you were thinking of the monetary, you're like, okay, you're a kid, you're seeing I can be successful, get a lot of money quick. Is that what I hear you saying? Yeah, because uh, this was at a time where crack cocaine came rushing through our area that we've never experienced anything like. This was a middle class neighborhood in Queens, New York. And this young boy in my uh, middle school was driving a Volvo. He had a gold chain that was thicker than any chain I've ever seen a rapper with. So when I was looking at all this, all these, you know, idols that I know now, you know, I was just like, I want what he has. And my mother and them were telling me, yeah, I'll be in about, you know, 10 years or so when you get out of college and all this stuff. And I was seeing I could get it right now, wow. you know, so I wanted it now. And that's why I think they call it the fast life, because... You can get it really fast, but the pain and torture that came along with it. I mean, I was beat up. I was tortured by these Jamaican drug dealers, almost got my fingers cut off. I mean, I went through all kind of stuff that, you know, no child should ever experience. So you start dealing drugs at a young age. You're starting to get successful at it, as sad as that is, at the age of 15, yeah. And you're the drug boss? Yeah, age 15. What does that mean? That means um, I controlled several different drug operations and blocks, and I had to answer to no one but myself. And, um, and that, was, uh, that was very a unique experience. Mm. And by God's grace, some people never want to go to jail, but I know I, when I went to jail at age 16, wow. that saved my life because wow. there were several people that were planning to kill me, and I don't think I would have made it out. Maybe today you are a parent that has a child in jail. Can I tell you, God is right there with them. I hear what Dimas is saying today, it saved his life. Maybe today you're a parent or a grandparent of someone that's in jail, or maybe you're in prison watching this program. Our program goes into prisons across the nation. God is right there with you. God is right there with your loved one. And we are here to pray for you and join our faith that God is going to give them or you your turnaround. Pick up your phone and call us 757-420-2625. God is there with you. God has heard your prayers and he's sparing the life of your loved one. So here you are, you're in jail and you're having an encounter. Yeah. Thank you, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. I, I realized I was I was saved, you know, I was I was separated and but in jail, you know, you just you just in the midst of this darkness. But at the same time, I knew even at that moment, I didn't know Jesus. I knew a little bit about him, but I knew that my life was spared, wow. even though I despised that moment in time. But uh, sometimes God slows you down, allows things to happen to save your life because many of my friends passed away mm. right at that same time. Wow, so your friends are dying. The ones that you're dealing drugs with, the ones that you're dealing drugs maybe with or for, two, yeah. they're dying, God spares you, he picks you up, puts you in jail, then you get out. What yeah. happens when you get out? 
you know, I, I get out and I speak at jails. And whenever I share this story, grown men all around the jail cry with me. Mm-hmm. I wanted to do the right thing. I went after jobs. I knew how to put on a suit and tie. I dressed very collegiate. I dressed like I came from something. And no one would hire me. And my mother would just say, go get a job, go get a job. And I would go and go and go and go. And no one hired me. And the only place that hired me was a little sweatshop. (laughs) I'm serious. It was a sweatshop in New York. I was the only person that spoke English. And I was working in there. And and I watched this guy literally almost got his hand cut off. So what's a sweatshop? I don't know. A sweatshop is... Sheltered uh, life. Everyone in there is illegal. Oh, okay. That's why. I, I was the only <laughs> English-speaking worker, and you're making products. Okay, so that's know? why I don't know anything about it. That's really a compliment. Okay. Yeah, yeah, So you yeah. couldn't get a real job. Let, let, so let, then... me, let me just tell you how <laughs> crazy this place was. So everybody got their check, right? Nobody could go outside to a check cashing place. Like, a bus would pull up. It would cash your check, and then the bus would pull away. That's how the people got their money. It was, but when I saw someone get their hand cut off, and I realized I was getting three dollars an hour, I said, "I quit, man. <laughs> There's no job worth my hand." And I, I got out of there, and uh, and then unfortunately, you know, went back out into the streets again and started dealing. So you yeah. couldn't get a job. <laughs> so you start dealing drugs yeah. again. Yeah. You know, the word says that when the house is swept clean, right, seven more worse come back when you go back. I I go into jails and prisons all the time. And what I've learned is there are more backsliders in jails and prisons than anywhere. Why? Because they swept the house clean and they've gone back. Maybe that's you today. Maybe you have a loved one that you're praying for. Pick up your phone. Let us join our faith with you, 757-420-2625. Maybe you're looking for a job and you need a job. We want to pray for you because God wants to turn your life around, but then he wants to put your feet on solid ground and continue going forward in that place. So you downhill spiral. You're going back. You, you, You shared with me at the conference that I had you at that you got into things in North Carolina, and then you really had another encounter. Tell us about that. Yeah, um, I didn't realize when I was, you know, I was still on parole because I just got out and I was dealing drugs. So by handling the drugs, the the cocaine was going into my pores. I didn't even know that was possible. So you weren't using drugs, you were selling them. And it got on your pores. Okay. So I was turning in, you know, you had the regular drug test and all of them were coming up positive for cocaine. Next thing you know, they handcuffed me and was saying they were taking me back to jail. And when I started to think about all the people I fought in jail and all the enemies I had inside now, I pulled the handcuffs over, stepped over, got the handcuffs in front of me. And when the, when the uh, parole officer came and sat down and said, are you ready to go to jail? I said, no, I'm not. And I took off running, ran down steps, dive down steps when you're young you you can if i dive down the steps right a flight of steps right now i'd be in trouble but i rolled down got up got away and escaped had to dress like a woman get on a train and head out to north carolina because they had checkpoints where they were looking for me 
And uh, that was the craziest thing I've ever done in my life. And down in North Carolina, by God's grace, three women prayed for me. Come on. And that's when I had an encounter with Jesus. Wow. You know, I took over a large portion of the drugs in a mm. town called Winston-Salem. Mm. And these three women, not preachers, not ministers, ordinary faith women who had the power of the Holy Spirit prayed for me. Amen. Today, I believe that you have people that are praying and interceding for you. Maybe you are one of those prayer mothers. One of you, maybe you're one of those praying grandmothers that you've been praying for your children and they've been doing crazy things like Demos used to do. God has heard your prayer. I believe that the power of the Holy Spirit is turning their lives around right now. Let us join our faith with you. Pick up your phone and call us 757-420-2625. So you have your encounter yes. by the power of prayer with these women yeah. in New York. So then you get your life right, and life then right. you decided, what, what's next? Well, uh, I was... I was dating my wife at the time, and she told me about this opportunity to smuggle Bibles to China. And I was just so excited. I was like, I smuggled for the devil. You mean I could smuggle for Jesus? I was just so excited that I could do this. And I caught the plane, went down to China, uh, landed in Hong Kong, and a guy named uh, Dennis Balcom ran this operation where they gave me Bibles and I would strap the Bibles all over me. I'm six, six tall and I would go through and go through and I kept making it to the persecuted church. And then one day this leader came up with the idea. He said, you have to put the Bibles in a bag. And I said, I'm a six, six black man. I'm gonna get stopped, you know? And he was like, do it anyway. And as I'm going through the thing, um, the scanner, I could tell they saw the Bibles. They stopped me while he walked away and got away. And I got surrounded and I'm just praying and praying and praying. And one of the guys, one of the officers said, well, how tall are you? So I looked at him and I just said, I'm as tall as Michael Jordan. He looked at me, Michael Jordan! And they just all started shaking my hand like I was the basketball star. Oh and I just shook their hand and I left those Bibles and I just walked out of that place. And I tell you, it was a miracle because I knew no one was going to come and rescue me from the United States <laughs> at that time. So when you're doing a mission for God, God supplies the wow. needs. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that is too funny. See, God will blind their eyes and, yeah. But your heart was right. So yeah. you've turned it around. You're saying, all right, I'm going to not smuggle drugs. I'm going to smuggle Bibles. And then God showed up. That reminds me of when they broke out of prison, you know, supernaturally, yeah. the yeah. angel of the Lord appeared and they just walked on out. Well, that is amazing. And now you are using your gifts and talents to impact the lives of so many people through media. So yeah. not only ha does media have a negative impact, but you have turned it around and you are using media to positively impact so many people. I'm excited about that. I'm excited. I can't wait for you to share everything uh, with the production company that you've started, you and yes. your wife. But God is using you mightily. And I'm so excited. Today, I want to encourage you 
that God wants to totally turn things around in your life. He wants to take things that were all the way upside down and turn them right side up. The Bible says today is the day of salvation. Today is the day of your turnaround. If you've never accepted Jesus or if you've accepted him and you've gotten away, today's the day. Pick up your phone. Give us a call. 757-420-2625. We want to pray for you. God wants to encourage you today that he has a total turnaround with your name on it. No matter what addiction, no matter what problem, no matter what trial, God is going to turn it around for you. We'll be right back after this quick break. Freedom from addiction is possible, and now is your time to break free. Through her 23 community outreach programs, Danette has empowered hundreds of individuals to overcome addiction and brokenness. Through her experience, she has learned keys to helping hurting people receive turnaround and break free. She wants to share those keys with you. For your ministry gift of $35 or more, you can receive Danette's book, Total Turnaround, and her teaching series, Break Free from Addiction. There is hope for you and your loved ones. Order today by calling 757-420-2625. That's 757-420-2625. Or go online to DanetteCrawford.com. You can also write us at Danette Crawford Ministries, P.O. Box 65036, Virginia Beach, Virginia, 23467. Now is your time for Total Turnaround. God wants to give you a total turnaround in your life. No matter what addiction, no matter what situation, Jesus is bigger. Whether you're standing in faith for a loved one or for yourself, today is your day of total turnaround. Well, we've heard how the media had a negative influence and impact on Demas, but then he turned it around by the power of the Holy Spirit and is using it for good. Today, they own a production studio and they're making life-changing films that are on the big screen. But what I love about Dimas, one of the things I love most is he said that he is a one-woman man for the last 22 years. So I'm excited that in the studio today with us is the one and only Miss Tiffany Salabarius. Oh, Tiffany, I tell people all over the nation I said, this guy, his wife has got the Miss America smile. And you've got the Miss America smile, girl. Awesome. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much, Danette, for having me. Well, I am excited that God is using you two to change lives through media. And you, I believe, were the one that named the studio, right? Yes. Tell us all about that. Let me tell you what. This started <laughs> when I was three years old. Apparently, I was cast as Miss Muffet in a preschool production. And we would go home, and my mom would just animate the entire Miss Muffet story. And over and over and over again, I'm like, Mom, do it again, do it again, do it again, do it again. I'm the youngest of four. So for her to have this much vibrancy and and, and just life and enjoy every time she did it for me, that is when God instilled within me the desire to not only be an actress, but to be a storyteller, to craft stories. I said, that's what I want to do for the rest of my life. And so eventually, when I grew up, I went to Howard University, and I graduated from the National Conservatory of Dramatic Arts. So I have a theater arts degree, and I moved to New York City knowing that I would make Miss Muffet Productions. And that is the, the backstory, just like honoring our parents. His mom and his dad told him, don't just write books, 
don't, don't just read books, write books. Don't just wow. watch movies, make movies. Wow. And so that is an homage to the legacy that our parents instilled within us, that seed. You never know, you could just be doing a little nursery rhyme, but how it affected my life, the course that it took, when I moved to New York, I met my husband and so many of God's uh, doors open for me just following what my mom instilled in me, my parents. Wow, yeah. that is so awesome. <laughs> I love your story. I love your energy. I love your dedication to the Lord. You are a woman of prayer. You are a man of prayer. And I love how you're raising your children. And now you are making movies yes. that impact our children across the nation in a positive way. I just had the privilege of being with you two on the red carpet in LA for the launch of your movie, uh, Chicago, America's Hidden War. So you guys produced that together. Tell us about that. Either well, or both of you. <laughs> it, it, was, uh, it was quite uh, an experience because it was very much like war journalism. You know, we had to go, um, go down to Chicago place ourselves right in the middle of the worst areas where the most shootings were taking place and walk around, talk to shooters, talk to people that, you know, can get killed any minute when you're standing with them. And, you, you know, but we felt like their stories were so important to be told and that this crisis that's going on need to be reported on and explain so we want to tell the whole narrative of the city so that people can have a deeper understanding than just the three-minute sound bites that we get on national media today so this movie is a documentary i saw it that night with you all and then it's been on the big screen here and our team our staff has gone and supporting it i know that you guys are really at just the beginning of what God is going to use you for, but you had to make that decision that you were going to be sold out for Jesus, wait faithfully and do what he has called you to do. Maybe that's you today. Maybe you have a dream and a vision. Tiffany said she knew that she was called to greatness and she knew that she was called to change lives through media. Maybe today you have a dream and you have a vision and you feel like, God, have you forgotten about me? You know what, in the season of what I call get ready, in the season that God is getting you ready, you can feel like you're overlooked. You can feel like God has forgotten about you, but he's actually preparing you for greatness. Pick up your phone, let us encourage you, let us pray for you today, 757-420-2625. God has big dreams for you and they're gonna come to pass. So you guys have done, you've, you've done, you've created Miss Muffet Studios. Yes. You've had two movies on the big screen. What's next? Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Only God it really knows. God, God really knows. We have um, been contracted to produce some things in the works and Demos is such an amazing creative. He has just an amazing uh, writing gift. So he has four, five, six scripts that he's working on, but we have different things that are in the works and we look forward to sharing those with wow. you in the near future. Well, not only do you guys produce movies, but you're an ordained minister, right? Yes. You speak, you spoke at our conference and it's just, I mean, you are 
You're an incredible speaker. And Tiffany, so are you. You are a powerful speaker, a powerful woman of God. What would you say to moms that want to mark their children for God's purpose for their life, just like your parents did? You know what? I am so grateful to have had amazing parents that had the gift of discernment. And I would say that, you know, for you to just really try to till the soil in your own children, and that is the greatest mission field. Mm-hmm. And um, to just give opportunities. We, we have no idea, like little things that I've seen. I have a 14-year-old and an almost 10-year-old. And just little things that we do, I just had no idea the impact of how that is watering the seeds that God placed in them. Not mm-hmm. that I placed in them, but, but that God placed in them. So just giving them opportunities to mine those gifts, to nurture those gifts. That's what I would encourage any parent to um, just help to set that platform for their kids. And you know what? It's like we have to see those gifts and those talents. So growing up, your dad was a professional baseball player, correct? Definitely, yeah. 11 years in the major leagues. In the major leagues. Do you want to share what league Uh, or what team? (laughs) Yeah. Was it Baltimore Orioles real quick? most famous for being the the Washington senator. He's the last Washington senator to have batted over 300. Wow. And he also played for the Cleveland Indians in a stint for the Los Angeles um, Angels and most his his greatest legacy is that he founded the Major League Baseball Players Alumni Association, which to date has given over sixty some million dollars in support to um, resources all around the world for that kids is to learn awesome. the, the game of baseball. That is awesome. Well, today you have a purpose and you have a call on your life. Accept Jesus today. Today's the day of salvation. We want to stand with you. Give us a call. Give us. Uh, the chance to pray with you today. God bless you. Thank you for listening to Joy with Danette Crawford today. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts and subscribe wherever you listen. You can learn more at www.danettecrawford.com. Every day, we're making a difference in the lives of at-risk youth and single moms through over 23 community outreach programs. Will you give your best gift today and help us bring hope to the hurting? To find out more or to give a gift, go online to www.danettecrawford.com.